and welcome to another Tusk Talks Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chalk, and if you haven't listened to the podcast before, what we do on here is give our honest opinions on the things that we like or dislike from all the goings-on in professional wrestling from shows like WWE, Monday Night Raw, Friday Night Smackdown, NXT 2.0, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, as well as pay-per-views and some indie shows, as well as talking about the latest news headlines doing the rounds. So we are going to do something different from now on, on these review shows. Starting with this Monday Night Raw review, we are going to give the matches a grading, Dave has his star rating, Simon Miller has his ups and downs. Well, I want to grade it like school exams, ranging from A to, I don't know, F, I guess. If I give something a C, that doesn't mean that it is bad. Um, That's a pretty good grade. So anything over a C is good, and anything below is not so good. And F just means failure, I guess. So let's get on with the review of last night's Monday Night Raw, shall we? Seth Rollins starts off the show. He welcomes us to Monday Night Rollins. He has a question. Do you believe in karma? He was sceptical at first, but he beat Matt Riddle at Clash of the Castle, and he had 60,000-plus fans singing his song. He says Riddle has requested a rematch, but he's not interested uh, the crowd chant for a rematch. He says it's been far too long since he's held championship gold. This is when Matt Riddle comes out. Uh, he just says bro, basically. And then they start brawling. They brawl out into the crowd. Seth sort of runs away. And then the Judgment Day's music hits. And Finn Balor and Damian Priest come to the ring. Finn Balor tells Matt Riddle to chill with friends, we're all friends here. And they offer him a spot in the Judgment Day. Uh, they, Damien Priest talks about how they go way back and how much Dominic Mysterio has grown. Yeah, okay. Uh, they can help him too. Riddle says, yeah, they do go way back, but his focus is on Seth Rollins now. And he's going to kick his ass. So the answer for now is no. Uh, Balor references maybe Riddle's high, basically. And either you stand with us or you're in our way. Riddle then just smashes him with a knee. uh, And clotheslines Priest over the top. Uh, They go to a break. And then, of course, when we come back, it is Matt Riddle versus Finn Balor. Matt Riddle gut-wrench suplexes. On Balor, he uh, hits a Broton for a two. Balor, though, attacks the legs and takes over on him. He uh, Riddle tries to come back, but he misses a senton. Nice snap suplex by Balor into a crossface. Uh, Riddle almost powers out, but Balor sort of hits a neckbreaker thing. Riddle then catches Balor with a body scissors and takes him to the outside. He sets up for the punt kicks off the apron, but Damien Priest gets in the way. Uh, Balor then sweeps the legs out on the apron and delivers the 1916 out there. 
they go to a break then. When we come back, Riddle comes back with Fishman suplex, palm strikes, back kicks, forearms in the corner and a running punk kick off the apron. He takes out Damien Priest with a floating bro, uh, gets back in the ring and hits Balor with huge knee. Uh, Damien Priest distracts him though and Finn Balor manages to hit the 1916. Mysterio come, uh, Rey Mysterio comes out then from nowhere. He takes out Damien Priest. Matt Riddle hits a GTS and a German. He attempts a floating bro again but Balor gets his knees up, uh, hits a Corner drop kick goes for Coup de Grab misses. Riddle goes for the Orton DDT, hits that, sets up for an RKO. Sephiron then comes out. Riddle fights him off. Uh, Balor, though, plants him from behind, hits Coup de Grab and wins the match. After the match, Sephiron just slides in and plants Riddle with a curb stomp and yells, It's over, bitch, as he walks away. A really enjoyable match to begin with. Riddle's selling, I thought, was really good in this. Also, don't mind the interferences either because it kind of makes sense. Personally, I thought it was a good start. I'm going to give that a B. Um, After a damage control interview about the upcoming tag team championship match we do get a pre-tape promo from Dominic Mysterio with Rhea Ripley lurking in the shadows almost I thought it was alright <laughs> that's literally all I can say on it uh, get a Johnny Gargano video followed by Austin Theory revealing that it's going to be Chad Gable to face Johnny Gargano. More like Johnny Shoosh. <laughs> Don't know why that made me laugh, but it did. The next match was that Damage Control versus Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah for the women's tag team titles. Um, Yeah, this wasn't that good. Raquel Rodriguez... Overpowers uh, Dakota Kai at the start. Hit her with a face buster thing. It throws both heels to the outside. Then throws Aaliyah out on top of them. Uh, they go to a break then. When we come back, Babyfaces baby are still in control. That's a Lufez Prez by uh, Aaliyah. Dakota Kai tags in and then takes out her legs. Eo Sky hits knees to her back. Uh, Dakota Kai running boot in the corner. That gets a two count. Aaliyah looked like she was legit hurt for a moment. I don't know what happened there. Damage control wear her down. Uh, Aaliyah does come back with a uh, double neck breaker. Rodriguez tags in and runs through everybody. It's a twist invader bomb and a big boot. Aaliyah tags back in and they do a double team move where Rodriguez almost alley-oop bombs Aaliyah onto to go to Kai. Eosky takes Raquel Rodriguez to the floor. Aaliyah 
tries to roll up on Dakota Kai. That gets a two count. Um, she then hit like a springboard X Factor thing, but Bailey puts Kai's foot on the ropes. Aaliyah low drop kicks Bailey. Uh, Sky moonsaults out onto Rodriguez. Kai hit a flipping backstabber thing, which Aaliyah didn't take very well. But that did get the one, two, three, and we do have new tag team champions. Uh, not great all this. I, I kind of understand why Triple H gave Rodriguez and Elia the titles. I think it was just to go to show anything can happen in his WWE, but I don't think it worked. Ellie is not ready for this level at all. Good idea to swap the belts. Probably going to get one more match. Probably Extreme Rules, but I hope that's it. I'm giving this a D. I didn't think it was very good. We then have Rey Mysterio pleading with Dominic in the back. He just basically ignores him. Uh, Rare Ripley's there as well, basically. Tells him to piss off. He's and she's his daddy now. Uh, then we get an awesome match between Chad Gable and Johnny Gargano. Uh, huge Johnny wrestling chance in this. Uh, some great mat wrestling by both guys to start it off. Uh, Chad Gable delivered the best drop toe hold I've ever seen. Gargano hits a Hurricane Rana takedown. Uh, Gable and gets pissed and just swings a massive right hand. Gargano does a rolling kick to the face and drop kick knocking him off the apron. A rolling senton off the apron as they go to a break. Come back and Gable's working over Gargano's knee. Uh, Gargano comes back with forearms, a running cross body, a slingshot spear through the ropes for two. Gable rolls through and then locks in an ankle lock. Up kicks from Gargano. Uh, Gable lifts him up for a cliffhanger DDT. That was nice. A beautiful German suplex after a miss moonsault by Gable. He goes for a diving headbutt, but Gargano counters with the Gargano escape. Uh, both try for roll-ups, both hard strikes. Discus Lariat from Gargano has both men down on the mat. Gargano throws Gable to the outside, but Otis catches him. But Gargano hits a sweet suicide dive. Uh, nice super kick to the face to Otis. And then finishes it off with a slingshot DDT on Gable for the win. Excellent match uh, that I could watch again and again. Two really great professional wrestlers. Uh, I'm glad Gargano was brought back in this way and not just against some goon for five minutes. I think Gargano's always better when he has to struggle. After the match, Otis tries to attack but eats super kicks. Um, Johnny then does the suck it 
sign and gets out of there. As he's going up the ramp, though, he gets nailed from behind by Austin Fury with a briefcase that takes us to a break. I'm giving that match a, an A, by the way. An A. Maybe an A minus, because I think there is better in them. When we come back, Austin Fury is in the ring with a mic in hand. He talks about ruining Johnny Wrestling's big return. Uh, he says someone had to show him how it works around here. Kevin Owens comes out, gets a huge reaction. Uh, he goes to talk, but Fury tells him to shut up because he's tired of people taking his time away from him. Owen says, we've heard all this crap for weeks now. He says, used to be the hand-picked future, but that's not how it works anymore. Him and Johnny don't look like him. Uh, Fury cuts him off and says, no, you don't look like me and you're jealous because he's done more in five months than Owens has done in five years. Owen says, statements like that show you are just a deluded a jackass. Says, Fury has been handed everything to him. He says he's been handed the Universal title. But that's where the similarities end. And he's proud of that. He says, so many people like Fury have come and gone, but the company need people like him and Johnny Gargano. They are the heart and soul of this business. He says he doesn't think Fury has it in him to be the future. Uh, Owen says to get there, he needs to prove everyone wrong. He does this passionate, um, almost like a rallying cry to Austin Fury. It's great. A lot of passion in that. Um, Fury, though, just ignores it and poses and says, you'll never be like me, Kevin. Owen says, well, talking sense into you didn't work. And he just slaps him across the face. And they have a big pull-apart brawl. Uh, excellent promo from Kevin Owens. Just a shame it comes sort of under a week after that John Moxley one on Dynamite. But good. Good stuff, I thought. Bianca Belair then had her open challenge. Uh, she cuts a promo beforehand. She has to stay ready, and that's why she's done this open challenge. The challenge gets answered by Sonia Deville. Uh, Deville says she hasn't forgotten about what Bianca did to her. I did, to be quite honest. I have no idea what she's talking about. Uh, Bianca says open challenge not open mic so let's go Bianca overpowers her easily at the start it's a gut buster for two uh, Deville uses her hair though then a running drop kick for two Belair comes back clotheslines drop kick suplex handspring moonsault for two uh, she misses Moonsault off the apron though and Sonya lays her out as they go to a break. When we come back, Deville's boots in the corner and it's just wearing her down. Belair comes back again with fall away slam but then misses another handspring moonsault and eats a running knee to the face. 
Later, uh, Sonia hits a jumping knee from the second rope, which is quite nice. Uh, but the finish came when Bianca Belair just snatched her up and hit the KOD to win the match. After the match, Bailey comes out and says, "Good job, uh, yeah, good job. You must have been inspired by Dakota Kai and Io Sky earlier." Says, "Did that match make you feel better?" Says Bianca has a big fat ego. Uh, she says, "Are you sure you still want a match with her?" Because she hadn't wrestled for a year and still pinned her at. Uh, Clash of the Castle. Forgot about that match against Aaliyah, did they? Uh, damage Control then show up and attack Bianca Belair, but Alexa, Bliss and Asuka make a really weak save. But it ends when Bianca plants Bailey with a spinebuster. So the match wasn't too bad. But I couldn't really care about it. Corey Graves really pissed me off uh, because he was continuously burying Sonia Deville. He does this from time to time, and I hate it. That's not his job as a commentator. Uh, the stuff after the match just looked really fake as well. Uh, once Asuka and Alexa ran down anyway, because they, they just stood there and waited for them to turn around before they attacked. Instead of actually helping Bianca. It all looked a bit crap. I didn't like this much. Giving it a D. Omos then destroyed a couple of jobbers. Uh, I think a lot of the American viewers missed this on USA Network. Didn't miss a lot. Just a, a squash match. I will give him a C. Because he did look half decent doing this. But we've seen this a million times. And we then have Ray begging Edge not to go and kill his son. Uh, Seth Rollins gets confronted by Bobby Lashley backstage. About being the face of Monday Night Raw. And there's a match set up for next week for the United States Championship. That would be great. We then get this weird video of The Miz with Dexter Loomis stalking him at his house. Uh, so Dexter Loomis is either the worst kidnapper in the world or The Miz has been practising his Houdini act. It's starting to annoy me now because Miz gets kidnapped every week and then next week he's just back. Alright, he's not talking about what's happened, but I I need to know what's happened now. What, what exactly is Dexter doing him? Because... He's just coming across as a bit of a rapist. <laughs> to me, I, it's just weird. It's then time for the main event, which was Edge versus Dominic Mysterio. Edge takes the fight straight to Dom. Uh, pretty much the whole match, really. Clotheslines in the corner, a massive big boot which Dom just turns inside out for him uh, Rhea tries to give Dom some instructions on the outside but Edge just levels him with a clothesline and a drop kick out of the ring 
Edge throws him around ringside. Uh, Dom begs off, asking Uncle Edge not to hit him. <laughs> uh, behind the referee's back, Rhea takes out Edge, going after his knee. That goes to a break. When we come back, Dom is working over that leg. He hits three amigos. Uh, Edge knocks Dom off the top rope. Then fight on the top rope. Edge goes for a superplex, but Rhea saves Dom and by grabbing his leg. Edge crashed and burned. There's a, quite a nice frog splash in there from Dom. That gets two. Edge kicked Dom head first into the ring post. Comes back in, flapjack by Edge and a neck breaker. Execution and then sets up for a spear. Uh, Dom counters it in, with a really nice counter into half crab submission. Edzo powers out and ties Dom up in the top rope. And he just continuously nails him. Uh, Rey Mysterio then runs in to stop Edge spearing him. Uh, they sort of. Edge pushes him away. The Judgment Day then hit the ring. Uh, Priest takes out Ray. Balor takes out Edge. Uh, they get Dominic to smash Edge's knee in with a steel chair. Uh, Balor then delivers a sick coup de grace off the top rope. While, well, it was to Edge's leg while it was resting on a steel chair. And that's how it ended with Judgment Day standing tall as the show goes off the air. I personally didn't mind this at all. I took perverse pleasure in Edge beating the crap out of Dominic. I thought I was entertaining. Uh, Dom, I'm the first to go in on Dom. I don't think he's great, but... I'm willing to give him a chance in this role. I think he did show glimpses here that there is something there. Uh, I thought the frog splash he nailed was great. The counter of the spear into a uh, half Boston Crab was, again, really good. And I don't really mind that the we didn't get a finish either. It was all, all quite good. I'm giving it a B, to be quite honest. Probably the first and last time that Dominic Mysterio is ever going to get a B from me, but we'll see. So a pretty good Monday Night Raw. There's still some things that I think are a bit crap, but things on the show that needed to be there to get to the next thing. But it is... I mean, for me, the three hours now flies by when I'm watching Monday Night Raw. I don't know what it's like for you guys. Look, it's not on the same level as Dynamite at the moment. But it's certainly good fun. I enjoy watching WWE now. But I would love to hear what you thought of Monday Night Raw or what any other wrestling you've watched. And you can do that by getting in touch on Twitter... I am at Adam Chalk 8. Or go to the Tusk Talks Wrestling Facebook page. While you're at it, please subscribe, comment, and leave a review to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Look out for more podcasts dropping in your feeds over the next week. I will be back tomorrow to review NXT 2.0 and their anniversary show, which I'm actually really looking forward to. 
But until then, I've been Adam Chalk. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time.